The brackets have been set and the teams are ready to hit the court. And DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy, is celebrating with their largest free college basketball survival pool ever. How large? $1 million in total prizes up for grabs. And if that's not enough, check this out. When you enter the free DraftKings $1 million survivor pool, you could get a shot at winning $10,000 for every upset through the first two rounds of the tournament. It's easy to play. Just pick one team per day. If they win, you survive and advance to the next round. The last person standing is the winner. Remember, you can only pick a team once for the entire tournament, so choose wisely. DraftKings is a safe and secure app. You can deposit and withdraw your phones at your convenience. So get in in all of this week's action. Download the DraftKings app now. Enter code THPN during sign up and enter the free $1 million survivor pool. Again, that is code THPN to enter into DraftKings free $1 million survivor pool. Eligibility restrictions and terms and conditions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. I was walking through the halls of a Minnesota rink. When along came a wild fan who started talking smack to me. He said, I bet you never liked the blues until they won a cup. So I calmly turned to him and said, hey man, listen up. I admit it's pretty great to win Lord Stanley's prize, but listen. I've been waiting for this moment my whole life. Yes, sir, I'm a blues fan. Yes, sir, I'm a blues fan. Heartbreak's all I knew, man. That team from old St. Lou, man. Got a cup in here, 52, man. Give me a let's go blues. I know Federico, Turnbull, Gilmore, Brown, Chattel, Bothwell, Bay, Bitch, Mahar, Mullen, Millen, Sutter, Pedersen, Pavisey, Curry, Zipley, Uthard, Hunter, Schofield, Reeves, Ramage, Kia, Dunlop, Wickenheiser, Crombie, Benning, Raglan, Ewan, Micheletti, Ramage, Romming, Pipsowski, Evans, Cavallini, yes sir, I'm a blues fan, yes sir, I'm a blues fan, heartbreak's all I knew, man, that team from old St. Lou, man, got a cup in here, 52, man, give me a let's go blues. The starting lineup for your Blue Notes podcast, Tom Franklin. The man called Blues Fan React. Yeah. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Blue Notes, located on the best city on the Mississippi, the best in the Midwest. We've got that Stanley Cup power. It's right there. Too sweet to be sour. And if you're still clueless, we are talking about St. Louis. This is your home for St. Louis Blues coverage on the Hockey Podcast Network. And it's also... Your mandatory midweek episode. I am one half of your uh, hosting team, Tom Franklin, joined not by Wags. Wags is busy slinging chicken tonight and uh, doing a great job at it. So uh, Mason Blues Fan Reacts is here for our mandatory midweek episode. How's it going, bud? It's going just dandy it's been great uh, admittedly it's been nice not having to record a video the last uh last what is it like four days now i've been yeah. catching up on sleep it's been unbelievably great it has been great i've been able to somehow pick up even more side hustles during this whole thing you know without blues hockey so uh that's what i do that's my addiction just you know if you have a sports team and you need a guy to introduce your lineups I'm your man, okay? I'm, I've, I've got plenty of openings this month. Um, I'm also being positive because it's raining right now in St. Louis, and it's kind of a dreary St. Patty's Day, which, uh, shout out to all the Irish uh, watching today. I'm a 
rocking the Blues uh, St. Patty's Day jersey. And uh, uh, never forget, as St. Louis FC as well, their uh, hat here. It's a green hat. So green everywhere. Of course, I didn't wear green to work today because, uh, you know, when you wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning, you tend to forget holidays. So, yeah, I got picked on that all day, which sucks. Which sucks. But you know what? It's not as bad as the experience the LA Kings had this week. Mm. And the reason we have absolutely no new hockey to discuss in this episode, which, by the way, we're recording before the Wednesday night game because, again, we have lives and we all need to sleep at some point. Thank you, NHL, for these late-night games. I love you, Gary Bettman. Um, So the reason we don't have any, like, actual hockey to discuss this week, uh, at least when it comes to the Blues, although we got some, you know, good news, you know, about two players coming back tonight. Um, We we had to talk about the Kings going to Colorado, which, of course, you know, the hockey team is enough of a pain in the ass, the Avalanche this year. But um, Denver got some weather, let's just say. That's, that, that's just, you know, they got like 8 to 12 inches of snow over the weekend, Goodness. which uh, they can keep it. It's uh, there. And they've given it to us this week because now we're just it's just raining. Our, you know, it's just raining. Thankfully, if it was snow. The city of St. Louis would be shut down right now. And I don't know yeah. if I'd even be able to talk to you tonight. So, right. Um, yeah. Interesting times. Uh, so ima- imagine Mason. You know, you're, you, you know, it, it's, you just played a tough hockey game in Colorado. You're going to the airport. You're ready to go home. You're getting the hell out of Colorado because it's an inhospitable place. And you're looking forward to the blues on Monday night and your plane, you know, gets stuck. Have you ever been, have you ever flown Mason and had, and, and, and been through a delay? Every minute feels like an hour. Surprisingly, I've been pretty uh, lucky when it comes to flights leaving on time. Uh, There is a time when I went to Europe with my grandmother and we were going to fly out from, yes, it was from Amsterdam and flying to Salt Lake City. I lived in Seattle at the time, so I had to fly from Amsterdam to Salt Lake City. And then literally uh, then I'd have like a four hour window where I could like go eat after that plane. Actually, no, it was closer to about six hours or something like that. And then I'd have to get on the flight from Salt Lake to Seattle. Mm-hmm. That plane in Amsterdam got delayed six hours. <laughs> oh, and I was God. like, actually, no, it oh, was close no. to six and a half hours. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm not going to make my connected flight. I just want to go home. I got yeah. tired. I just got done with like, it's like an 11 hour flight or something like that. I was so tired. I had been up the night before just nervous because I'm oh. kind of a nervous flyer. So I was, yeah. I was up for, let's see, I was up for. Before I even boarded the plane, I was up for 36 hours already. I mm-hmm. cannot sleep on the plane. So that's another 11 hours I was awake. And so I was just trot- I was in the six hours in the Amsterdam airport waiting for this damn plane to hurry up and take off so I can get back to the States. <laughs> and uh, I was so tired at that point. And then I just barely made it on that flight. Still never, uh, you know, still never slept on that flight. Landed in Salt yeah. Lake and I had to run. I had to book mm-hmm. it. I like literally skipped security. Like I said, listen, this is my situation. They said, you don't look like you have a bomb on you. You can go right ahead. And so I literally bypassed security, which was so, so nice. <laughs> and so I got in that plate literally just as they were closing the door. I'm not even kidding. It was so freaking close. We were lucky that the plane actually ended up landing oh 30 God. minutes earlier than it was scheduled to actually touch the ground because uh, the yeah. pilots booked it because uh, rightfully so because yeah. six hours late and yeah so i got to seattle and actually the original flight was 
for the deal on my tickets, I had to fly from Amsterdam, Seattle, or excuse me, Amsterdam to Salt Lake City, Salt Lake City to Seattle, back to Salt Lake City, and then to Seattle. So I technically uh. wasn't allowed to get off the plane because that's what my ticket was booked for. But I said, screw it. I've been up for close to 50 hours now. And then when I landed in Seattle, it was morning time. So I had the whole day of editing, and I wasn't allowed to sleep that day because, you know, then my sleep schedule would be totally screwed up because I had, you know, school. And so, yeah, I was up. I was the lot to this day. That's the longest I've ever stayed awake. And that was, I was, <laughs> so yes, so, I know exactly what it's like to get delayed. But after that, you know, I've never been like any like plane crash, never anything like that. So it's been good. Well, clearly, clearly not been in a plane crash because you're with us. So, well, you my know. cousin and, and uh and uh, grandmother were taking off in europe uh oh. way earlier than that and a seagull sucked into the engine oh. right as they were about to take off so then that Ooh. that's technically a plane i've never been in a plane like anything like that i've been pretty lucky well i lived uh, a few years ago i lived in williston north dakota which is the northwestern corner of the state it's there there was an oil boom that happened there in uh 20 you know the early 2010s and uh the city built up really quick and I went out there and I remember I was flying back to St. Louis and in order to fly from Williston to St. Louis, you have to connect in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Um, so you fly like, and, and of course the, our airport um, wasn't like a full international airport. So we couldn't even fit like big planes, you know, in on, on the runways. We had these like little tiny uh, Delta planes that we flew to Minneapolis in, which were always, mm-hmm. they always love to take the turbulence, you know, very, mm-hmm. not very well. Those are, you know, I talk about, you know, flight nervousness. I mean, that, I mean, those flights, I don't, I do not relish those. But one time, um, we, I had a morning flight, you know, to go from Williston to Minneapolis and, and then from Minneapolis to St. Louis. And it was only going to be like an hour and a half layover. You know, which which is still plenty of time for you to land, get settled in, and you yeah. know, casually walk over, you know, walk across the airport to where your next you know plane is, and you probably get some time to sit and chill. Problem is, we had a major ice storm in Williston that morning. And, oh God! And they did everything they could to keep the planes going up, and so they 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 were we were delayed about two hours. Because they were, they constantly had to like spray this like fogger, like this anti ice stuff on on the plane with the big crane, and then like we had to like skedaddle to the r- uh, runway before we you know <laughs> turn into a block of ice again. So, oh, so we, so this is uh, we're about two and a half hours late. Um, mm-hmm. We get to Minneapolis, and I we land about I think a half hour to an hour when actually no I think it was just about a half hour after. My, my flight to St. Louis was going to take off. But I was told that it hadn't been canceled, that they were waiting for me. So we land, and at the time, the Minneapolis airport, which if you've ever, if you've ever been to the Minneapolis airport, it's massive. It okay. is, it is, it's, it's like the main, you know, airport for like the entire upper, like Midwest in that portion. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's got to yeah. be kind of a hub. So we, we okay. land in Terminal F, which is on one end of the airport. Do you know where my flight to St. Louis, what gate, what gate it was out of? Terminal A. Yeah. You people saw a 300 pound man uh, with two suitcases breaking land speed records on this day. So I could get to the uh, gates and I was huffing and I was puffing, but by God, I, they did not take off without me. So salute Delta. 
Thank you, Delta. Yeah. I love Delta. <laughs> I hate American Airlines. I love Delta. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I'm taking Delta, either Delta or United. I got to double check um, to uh, Hawaii this June. Okay, you know I'm gonna uh, see Guy for the first time in person and uh, well, awesome. Just have a little chill time. By the way, Guy is here with us. He says hello, Howdy. and we'll be uh, you know doing his Aloha commentary here in just a little bit here. Um, also, uh, Luke Whitbin with us here as well. Of course, his recap raps can be heard on uh, Sundays. And he uh, has his own delay story. Uh, he had to sleep oh, on the goodness. marble floor of Tel Aviv after our flight got pushed eight hours for the Holy Land, a very unholy <laughs> experience. So, goodness gracious. That is I bet that was comfortable. Oh, well, look, it's, it's stories like that, stories like yours and stories like his where um, I don't normally take Ambien. But I think for the flight to Hawaii, I'm going to find someone that has some Ambien. And I'm just, you know, because I'm I'm like you. I, I don't have like a phobia of flying. I just don't enjoy it, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like if I, if I can, but I can't sleep in the plane normally. I'm like you. I, I just I just couldn't fall asleep that way. Right. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to need some need, need some help on that. I don't know if I have a phobia. It's more of just like a, yeah, uh, like a really. It's not a phobia. It's not really flight anxiety because I don't think I have it that bad. Uh, but it's it is definitely a nervousness there though. Yeah, I, if I know you were talking about this, everything. I would talk. He would have talked about the time he had to sleep in a bowling alley in Bahrain. What? Yeah, uh, which you know where Bahrain is. Yes, I know where Bahrain is. Yeah, in the middle Middle East, it's kind of an island, you know, on, <laughs> unto itself. Um, a bowling alley in Bahrain. Um, damn, I wish we did have Guy on on here because you know that would be a, a interesting subject matter to talk about. I mean, we have a bowling alley in Bahrain, and we have marble floors in Tel Aviv. Mm-hmm. I mean, this show is cultured, Mason. I mean, we go. I mean, we we've Goodness. got some stories. We've got some oh, stories. Yeah. Well, that's what this podcast today for this episode is because there's been no blues hockey. What no. else can we talk we about? Nothing else. This is, this nothing. Is, okay, this is very. This is the let's get this out of the way right now for people who are watching this 15 minutes in and are going. When are they going to talk about hockey? We're probably not going to because we will. what is there to talk we will. about? Maybe a little bit, but like a little bit, a dash. Really, Jimmy VC got claimed by Vancouver. What, uh, the, the, Tyler Bozak and Jane Schwartz are on the road to recovery. That's good. Other yeah, that, like. Like literally, we're just gonna be shooting the shit the whole time, <laughs> and, and 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 you know because this is a podcast with a mandatory you know time to get it in, and the fact that we have lives, you just know that when people listen to this for the first time on Thursday or Friday, and we're talking about oh yeah, Bozak and Schwartz are coming back, they probably each scored hat tricks you know Wednesday nights, and cool. um, you know we we're we're just gonna sound like uh, well you know where the hell were you? Um, was that 21 goals and uh where were you in two goals one goal for every one goal for every hat trick he had in the 2019 playoffs where were you when tyler bozak scored five against los angeles (laughs) that's what i that that's where i was at the time cold out 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 freaking cold exactly (laughs) like like biting into a chocolate edible oh Um, yeah 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 i know i know well yeah um (laughs) <laughs> let's let let's steer this away from you know federally uh uh legal uh talk here for right, some it's reason. not illegal not illegal by, by, by the way we, we we we've left him kind of stewing you know a little bit here uh but we have another return to announce here on on blue notes in our mandatory midweek episode 
Lisa occasionally is back. Yay! <laughs> we, I think we recorded a little too early for our our, our Leafs friend uh, Sunday. So, uh, uh, shout out to Leafs uh, Forever, who, by the way, has been like spamming us, asking us, "Hey, guess who's here?" Leafs occasionally. Hello. Leafs so there occasionally you go. is back. There we go. I mean, I occasionally I ignore our comments. So Leafs uh, every once in a while. Um, he also has his uh, own. Uh, uh, flight issues here. Uh, Leafs now and then says, I had a flight to Florida mm-hmm. and I went to on American Airlines, got delayed seven hours and took off after midnight instead yep. of five or six p.m. I've 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 lived those midnight flights before. And maybe that, that, that might be the only time, Mason, where I could possibly sleep on a plane without I any enhancers. It doesn't it doesn't matter how tired I yeah. am. I can't I physically I cannot sleep in an airport. I can barely sleep in my bed. I can yeah. I have such a hard time sleeping. Why don't you think I can mm-hmm. sleep in a freaking airport? <laughs> well, to those that are watching uh, on Facebook or YouTube, welcome as well. I see a few of you here. And uh uh if you uh, are gonna actually stay up and watch the Blues Kings game, which you know you're a blues fan, you should. I just work a weird schedule. I have to. Yeah, I know. It, it's duty. It is absolute duty. You're, you're, you're going to have a I video do. like at 3 o'clock in the morning. Uh, yeah. Closer to 3.30, actually. This 3.30. Time, right? 8 o'clock or usually 3.30. There we go. So, yeah, you'll have your own reaction video. Uh, just yeah. search for Blues Fan Reacts uh, on YouTube. Uh, hello, Marianne Holmes. Thanks hello. for uh, watching the uh, show, our mid, our mandatory midweek episode, which a lot of interest in our mandatory midweek <laughs> episode. Who knew? Goodness. Yeah, uh, I know. <laughs> um, I have not seen the uh, lines yet for tonight's game, Roland Spink, um, but it'll be I'll take a look at him right now. Yeah, in fact, we're going to research that right now, but we want to get to Guy, the Hawaii Blues fan, who, by the way, if you're watching watching live, the point I was going to make is uh, go to the uh, Hawaii Blues fan clan on Facebook and and follow him on YouTube because for his intermission episodes, he is going to be joined by former St. Louis Blue, Terry Yake. Uh, to talk Ooh. about the blues, uh, Terry I Yate was that. a I, ter- I Terry Terry was around when I was growing up, and mm-hmm. uh, he he was just a good veteran bottom six center, um, good at faceoffs, could score a little bit. Um, I remember him fondly. I remember Terry Yake fondly, so I'm looking forward to uh, uh, to seeing that. Um, What's by the, the way, modern day blue comparison? By the way, Lisa occasionally uh, takes note of our uh, complaining about late start times, and he see he notes that the Leafs do have ten and ten thirty p.m. starts in Toronto, so mm-hmm. that is that is a legit complaint. I'm not going to heckle you for that. That's when Vancouver comes to town, it, it must absolutely suck. So, and not right. just because it's not just because it's Vancouver. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Roland doesn't think he'll make it to the end of game. He uh, works at four. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not even going to try because I have to be up at t- uh, my, my, my first alarm goes off at two. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, it's tough stuff. Um, all righty. Uh, but now, but thankfully we have guy, the Hawaii blues fan here. He, uh, we are, uh, featuring his Aloha commentaries on Thursdays now. And, uh, basically for lack of a better term, he's telling us to, uh, take a chill pill. And now from Honolulu, Hawaii via St. Louis, Starting in the Pacific Ocean, Guy, the Hawaii Blues fan. Hawaii Blues fan, we're bleeding blue with you. Let's go, Blues! Let's go, Blues! Let's go, Blues! And aloha! Welcome to Blue Notes Podcast. I'm Guy, the Hawaii Blues fan, host of Fan Report. 
and the owner operator of stlfanreport.com and this is my aloha commentary i hope everything's matching up i've had a technical difficulty last couple of days and you know what sometimes us podcasters just go through a lot of trials and tribulations a lot of things that we think are going to go right don't go right put out a great article and the website goes down no one reads it put out a crappy article and we hope nobody reads it and before we can take it down everybody's read it and they made all these comments about it and it's too late to take it down because now you look like you're in reverse you know it, it, it's sometimes days can be just a pain in the nowhere so why am I going on and on about this? Well, the life of the St. Louis Blues is absolutely no different. There are games where you think that the Blues are just absolutely going to win, and they don't. Then there's games where you're pretty sure they're going to lose, and they come out and win the game. We have gone through a kind of a tough, rough spot. We have lost three straight games in overtime. Then we've lost a game in regulation. We've had injury after injury after injury, yet we're still fighting. Had a game canceled, not to COVID, but due to weather. Kings couldn't get home. Yeah, they were stuck in Colorado. So this is probably one of the few times in Kings history they had a game snowed out at home. Yeah, think about that. No doubt game in L.A. Uh, it just makes me laugh. And, and that's what I'm going at. You know what, guys? We live and died by our blues. We lead blue. We, we feel every triumph. And we absorb every defeat. But when it comes down to it, they're still our team. They're still part of who we are. They're what we are. They're ingrained in us. These jerseys, our shirts, they're not cheap. They're expensive. They take hard-earned money. The equipment that we use for this isn't cheap. Yet, we do it because we care. And we have this intense, intense love for this game called hockey, laid on a sheet of ice, a frozen piece of rubber that they fire at each other at 100 miles an hour, and we can't get enough of it. We cheer for grown men, punch each other in the face just because. Get upset. They don't play up to the level that we think they should. Well, that's part of being a fan. Gotta tell you, that's what makes doing a podcast or Aloha Commentary or writing for the stlfanreport.com or coming on someone else's podcast or running a contest. That's what it's all for and about. It simply comes down to this. What I do, and I do what I love. Technical difficulties be damned. 
neighbors be damned. And um, the little voices in my head. Because no matter what, like my blues, I know that they're good enough. I know I'm good enough. But this comes down to is simply this. I'm Guy, the blues fan. I'm Wags and Mason. Take it away. Talk about our vaunted and glorious St. Louis Blues. Because you gotta know, guys, that I am bleeding blue with you. I can't wait to see you on the next Aloha Commentary. Aloha. And Guy with a message for all of us as we don't have any hockey to talk about. Um, a good message about life there, Mason. Um, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know what? He, I, I got I to gotta confess. Um, when, when Guy sent that in, he told me he was trying to be the anti-Mason, the anti-you. Yeah. So no screamy, no screamy uh, blues fan. They're definitely down to earth guy. Gotta love him. Dang uh, right. Gotta love him. Good guy. Yeah, absolutely. Good guy. Absolutely. Without him, I wouldn't be on here because he's the one who introduced us. So and and if it weren't for him, you wouldn't be. Yeah, exactly. You, you yeah, we would have never have met. Mm-hmm. Or, or 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 you would have been just said, oh yeah, yeah, you 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 got that YouTube account. So I wonder what he's like. So there you go. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Thankfully, Guy connected us, and, and and the rest is history. By the way, he apologizes for uh, the uh, he had a little bit of a, a fat lip there. You should see the other guy. But okay, uh, got a fat. It's okay. You got a fat head, so it's okay. It, we both fine. do. We both do. I mean, I wear a seven and three quarters hat. So I mean, I just Holy I, shit. Yeah, I, yeah. God gave God gave me a giant head for some reason. I don't know. Wow. I, I don't know why. A, I got a seven and a quarter. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, this. I, I mean, I can I can do seven and five eighths, but that's that's semantics. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. semantics. Um, so yeah, thank you very much, guy, for that. And of course, again, he'll have Terry Yake on his intermission shows. If you're watching this live, you'll have those up on Wednesday nights in between the uh, for each first and second intermission. So looking forward yeah. to that for sure. Um, and then talk about staying positive. You know, we 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 first of all, by the way, before we continue on any second here. I need to make an announcement in, in terms of some formatics here on the show. So um, normally at about this time of the episode, you know, usually right around when Guy does his commentary, we would play a uh, promo for another hockey podcast network show. Um, two weeks ago, it was for a Detroit podcast. Last week, it was for a Chicago podcast. And if you listened or watched to Monday's episode, it was a Nashville podcast. I feel like the universe is telling us something here, Mason. Um, so you're not going to you're a blues fan. You watch Blue Notes. You listen to Blue Notes. You support Blue Notes because you're a blues fan. And you like talking about St. Louis blues hockey. Not, yes. Detroit, not Detroit Red Wings hockey. Not Chicago Blackhawks hockey. Fuck and not Chicago Blackhawks no, hockey. And fuck no, not Nashville Predators hockey. Um, so guess what? We are not going to play the promo this week. This is our, uh, Tiananmen Square moment here. You know, yep. enough is enough. And and yep. if next, 
And if next week's promo is uh, uh, Boston, uh, you, we quit. We're, and to we're, be fair, to be fair, this is not against those other podcasts. Yeah. This is not why we're doing this. We're not we're, doing we're this. Having, we're having some fun. Here. We're just having some All fun right. here. We're having some fun here, right? We're not, we, this is, this is not a knock on any other podcast on this network. Um, but, you know, it's just a decision that we've made this week. Yeah. And if anybody hates it, they can go shove it up the old keister, as uh, Joey Vitale would say. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Fight the powers that be. That's um, right. Exactly. So now on to blues hockey, which is why you are here and watching or, yeah. and, or listening to us. Um, Tyler Bozak is back. And and Jane Schwartz is back. Yeah. Happy. Terraseco, huh? Happy. Terraseco. What's that coming? Yes. Happy days are here again, guys. Um, and they couldn't come at a better time, Mason, because as Money Puck uh, showed <laughs> this morning, the the Blues have some work to do. You know, this Holy is shit. This is you know, if, if you're watching the pot here, I'll just go ahead and full screen it. Um, this is like their bullseye chart of everyone's odds of making it to the playoffs and then advancing in first, second, third, fourth, whatever. When the Blues won the Stanley Cup, even when the Blues were playing bad, Mason. These mm-hmm. guys were like still all aboard the Blues train. Like on December 18th, you know, right after Baruby took over, they still had like St. Louis as like maybe like one of the top, if not the top team to win the Stanley Cup this year. Mm-hmm. Which Mason, as you know, as a Blues fan, uh, you're you 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 kind of questioned that because you of know course. it is the Blues. It is the Blues. But um this year it's not looking as rosy, you know, mm-hmm. for a money plug. They really like the Minnesota Wild, and I don't blame them for that. They have them going to the playoffs. Colorado's going to the playoffs. Vegas is going to the playoffs. We're still fourth on that, but Los Angeles is a little too close for comfort, which mm-hmm. I really I really hope, Mason, to be done with Los Angeles this week. We, we, we talked about that, yeah. you know, and we're not going to be done with them because we have to make up that Monday game at some point. Yeah, I am not looking forward. I'm I'm so looking forward to get just being done with LA. Just like I'm yeah. so glad that we're done with freaking freak the freaking coyotes. I'm so sick of them. Like just, th- I, I would much rather play competitive teams over and over again than teams like that. Because when we lose to teams like that, I get mad. When we lose to competitive teams, I don't get mad. Yeah. And you know what? Guy is right. You know, it's 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 the Blues have not been helped by the fact that they've been injured. You know, they they they, they go through these. It, it seems like every every year the Blues go through kind of a valley, you mm-hmm. know, and and we're I think we're going through the valley right now. But with Bozak and Schwartz back, Mason, I think I think we're going to get out of that valley pretty quick. I think so, too. Actually, you know, I always said from the very beginning of this season, you know, I wouldn't I I without Mike Hoffman, we were not cup contenders with Mike Hoffman. We are. But that is assuming everybody is healthy. And you know what? Damn near everybody's healthy now. You know, you know, obviously Gunnarsson's going to be out long term, but all of our main pieces are coming back all at once and in good yep. time, too, because like I said in my previous Blues Notes video, we are going to arguably have the hardest schedule going forward in the entire NHL. Yeah, it is going to be an absolute gauntlet. You know, because mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna have the bulk of your Avalanche games. The bulk, I, I think we played about half of our Vegas games, but then we haven't we haven't played any against Minnesota. None, zero, zero yep. games. We were supposed to have a two-game set with Minnesota earlier in the season, but guess what? They got COVID, you know, like everyone else did during that 
very tumultuous yep. part of the season, which by the way, league's doing pretty well with that now. So that's True. you know, I, I think I think we're actually gonna see a finish this season. Oh yeah, um, oh yeah. Is anybody else like really looking forward to playing Minnesota? I really want to see how the blues do against them. You know, and and the Blues have not had the best time with Minnesota in recent years. You know, Minnesota has always played a style that seems to kind of they they play mm-hmm. a kind of a you know slower tempo. You know, kind of they they try to keep the score down a little bit. They play a very mm-hmm. defensive minded game, and the Blues have trouble with 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 teams like that every now and then. So, uh, but they unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, but they've they've got this Kaprizov kid, you know, who is probably going to win the Calder. Um, they he had a lot of hype when he signed this offseason and enough hype to where you're kind of like, is, is he really that good? Is he really? Yeah, he's that good. He is that good. It, it, for the first time, I think in about a decade, Mason, the wild actually have an interesting player because they're, they're otherwise they're a really boring team. Yeah, seriously. He has really been the spark for them this year. Krill the thrill and yeah. worth mentioning their goaltender too, their rookie goaltender. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. He has pretty much, I think he's in the process of taking over the number one job from Cam Talbot, who was their big offseason signing. Yeah. He's He's on a nine game win streak right now. Not, yeah. Um, I I just picked him up in one of my fantasy leagues. So, oh, um, you lucky bugger. I'm very happy to get him. By the way, um, this, oh, thank you, Dan. We have put up a blob of uh, text here on our screen. The Blues projected lineup Sanford O'Reilly Perron. Blaze Shen Tarasenko, Hoffman, Bozak, Cairo, f- which let's talk about that oh. line for a second here. Clifford, Dakota Joshua, and Oscar Sunquist are your forwards. That third line for the first time in I feel ages actually looks like a good third line and not just a collection of your favorite muckers and grinders. That is actually I you got a playmaker in Bozak. You yeah. got the speed demon himself, Jordan Kyra, and you got the sniper, Mike Hoffman. Yeah, Captain Clapbomb. I like that, actually. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I, could, I could see Kyra creating some uh, havoc in the offensive zone, getting all the attention turned on him, and then just firing it to Hoffman in the Ovechkin circle and doing what he does. With this, this, I'm going to watch this line. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um yeah. Of course, they probably, you know, by the time you actually watch this Thursday, they might have gone, you know, no goals and, you know, a minus five. But uh, we will never know until after this podcast is published. Um, true. Then, uh, so we all have defensive pairings, Tory Krug and Justin Falk, the new dream team, by the way, for seriously, who, who thought that uh, American Vince, boys, Vince Dunn and Marco Scandella. Um, so Scandella is playing right. on his offhand. And okay. uh pro- Probably giving some protection for Dunn, who, um, yeah, that's a whole other story. Yeah. That's yeah. a whole other. We're 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 trying to stay positive. The guy had us has such a positive message today. We're staying positive. Yes. Yeah, we. And have then to. and then this bruising line, uh, Mikola and Portuzo as your final pairing. Um, you, you want to talk about people movers? You know that that Goodness. could be the people that could be the people moving line. That's about the as close as you get to having our two most defensive minded players mm-hmm. paired. And we got Bington, sure. Bington's in goal. He's back. Okay. Huso will be the backup. That's all from Korak. But by, I had to celebrate the Bozak signing with a little bit of a purchase, Mason. This is you have oh. a surprise. You have a surprise for us later. This is my surprise. Okay. So we had talked. I think it, I think it was actually our most recent episode. We had talked about 
when you come to St. Louis, the three of us, you, me, and Wags, are going to play street hockey. Yes. And I made mention of the fact that I have I have two hockey sticks behind me, you know, right right over here in the corner. Mm-hmm. One is a Rick Nash, the other is a Nico Mikola, and they're both lefties, and I'm a righty. Mm-hmm. So I needed to get a right-handed stick. Well, I got this in the mail today. Hey! A right-handed warrior stick. And let me find the right spot here. Of course, it's kind of awkward managing a hockey giant hockey stick on your craft yes. desk. Let's see if I can get it here. Where are you? Uh, here we are. It Tyler is Tyler Bozak. This is a team-issued Tyler Bozak. It wasn't actually used in a game. There's no tape on it or anything like that. But this is the this is a stick that they issued to Tyler Bozak. Wow. So. Wow. So uh, whenever, so when we do finally get together and playing some street hockey, you are going to witness the power of Scorzak in this, in this stick. And, well, I and we, use a wooden stick, so you better watch out because I, I I stick check a lot. I might break that thing. One one foul swoop, my solid piece of wood, and bang, there goes that stick. Well, Al McInnes would be so proud of you, by the way, for use, oh, yeah. still using a wooden stick. That's- oh, I've I use wooden sticks throughout my entire hockey. Every every time I played hockey, I never liked in composite. The only composite I ever liked was a warrior stick. Other than that, nothing else has gone. I just like the wooden sticks. What it gives me muscles, give me big muscles, you have to, like, muscles. Big and then uh and after that, no, but <laughs> Uh, this I, is our mandatory no, midweek episode. This mandatory really is. midweek episode. Mandatory. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, give, give, yeah, big muscles. But then I just feel like I have so much more control over the ball. And you can't lift that dang stick because I'm so tough on it. So it, there's a lot of big advantages to it. So yeah, exactly. By the way, I got that stick from Pro Stock Hockey. If you this is a free plug, um, but uh, they get uh, they get like basically whatever like each NHL team like discards for their equipment. You know, right. it's never it's never game used stuff, but it's always like surplus. Like at the end of the season, they have extra sticks, for instance. And so they have a few blue sticks just like that. Uh, if you wanted to uh, partake at ProStockHockey.com, they also give you three rolls of tape with every order, which is really? which is nice. Yeah, for three for, rolls. Yeah, they give you they, they you, you, you can choose to do three white, three black, three clear, or you can do like a mix of the three. I have uh, a couple of those up uh, actually right up here where my finger is. So um, it's always a nice. Do they service. have pink? Do they have pink? I don't think they have pink. They're pretty basic. Oh. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, I know they they they've disappointed us. No sponsorship for pro stock hockey. You for do that reason because you don't have do better on pink tape. Unbelievable. Do better. All right. So uh hope so we'll talk a little bit more about Jaden Schwartz and Tyler Bozak's return to the lineup uh this coming Sunday afternoon. Uh, we'll live stream <laughs> that as we always do on Sunday afternoons. That's our big show of the week. Um, and then um and or if you can listen on Monday, that's just as well. Um so we have we we have a, a sad story to kind of talk about here. It's not really uh, blues related, but the uh, the hockey world was very uh, saddened this week to hear of the death of a 19 year old uh, KHL junior player, uh, Timur Fazutdinov. Fazutdinov, I think, is how you say it. Something like that. I haven't offended his family too much, um, but uh, Timur, unfortunately, in all seriousness, um, in, in case you haven't read the story. He was play. He was playing a game. Uh, in and during the game, the other team tried to dump the puck into his zone. He's a defenseman, 
And it was just one of those freak things where the puck just smashed off the side of his head, like right up, right around where the mm-hmm. ear is, where the skull connects. And he went to the hospital and it turned out that the, 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 the puck hit him at the point, at a point in the helmet where it doesn't protect you really. Cause if you, mm-hmm. if you ever worn a hockey helmet, like here, I'll, I got one back here. Um, so like, if you have a, you know, hockey helmet here. This is just your standard CCM. Mm. Um, you know, you got all this protection. Like this is like the top of your head here. You got a little bit along the sides, but where your ears are like, this has some plastic tabbies to protect your ears. Not all players uh, have these plastic tabs to protect their ears. Some like to have, you know, their ears still sticking out. So I don't think he had this. And then the puck just kind of hit um, into where the uh, ear, the, the ear hole is yeah. no protection whatsoever. It ended up, uh, um, cutting his carotid artery, and uh, unfortunately, he passed. And uh, um, you know, it wasn't like he was a great prospect or anything. He was the captain of his team, but it's just all these these type of hockey deaths, Mason, are always sad. Oh, it's it's just. I mean, it's it's fairly interesting because of how, like think of how many games that he has played hockey total throughout you know his entire career and throughout the you know when he was just playing on little junior leagues. That kind of play happens a thousand times a game. It always happens, and it's just a matter of wrong place, wrong time, and it's really and, bad. And obviously, our condolences to the family and everybody who's been affected by this. I mean, it's just it's just really unfortunate. It really is. It, it, it kind of reminds me, first of all, it's shades of Alexei Sharapanov, you know, who was a, mm-hmm. a Rangers prospect who collapsed on the bench and he had an undetected heart issue, um, which, by the way, happened like I think like Yarmir Yager was like sitting next to him when that happened. So mm-hmm. that just, it just as always, you know, as the Blues experience with Bowmeister, they're always a scary situation. Um, but it also, there, I read a story, this is completely unre- unrelated to hockey, but there was a st- story of this poor woman in, in Florida uh, who was just riding around in her neighborhood with her kid and a plane falls from the sky and lands on her car. And uh, she's uh, she, her kid died. I think she was last in critical condition. And then the people oh, in the, the small plane died. But what are the odds? Like, you know, think of the odds for getting struck by a lightning. You know, what are the odds of your car being in the exact place where a plane crashes. I mean, you know, figure the odds of a plane crash, number one, and then compound that with hitting, you know, a target about six, six feet by five feet or, where, or however wide a car is. I mean, it's just, just so unfortunate. Just so very, unfortunate. Very unfortunate. But you, you know uh, uh, what else is unfortunate? Um, you've got a story to tell here, and that is people trying to make tasteless and just absolutely crash jokes on the internet. Yes. Well, everybody knows what an edgelord is. I'm sure all of you know what that is. For those of you who aren't internet savvy, it is a slang term for somebody who, oh, you're making me full screen now. Okay. That me on you, bud. <laughs> all you, all you, this is, this is your rant. Gotcha. Well, um, well, you know, an edgelord is somebody who, who like, it intentionally posts troll messages with the intention of eliciting a reaction. So oftentimes it's like really tasteless jokes, you know, like, so for example, on the sports net story, uh, they, they announced the death of that uh, poor young Russian player. And everybody was like, <laughs> and, and everybody was like, you know, my, my condolences and everything like that. And then this guy decided, you know what? 
I am going to make a funny joke out of it. And I'm not going to repeat what he said because it's disgusting and it's actually no longer on the internet. More on that later. Um, but it's 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 just too bad. I'd actually like it if we like put uh made both of us in the screen. Just oh, okay. It's, it's a psychological a- thing. Okay, gotcha. Hi, I'm here. I'm here. It's okay. Hi, it's back. Because then it looks like I'm. Because then it looks like I'm talking to you and. Because nervous still. Well, this, so, this, this, this is this is your floor. The floor is yours. Yes, yeah, yes. The so, floor is mine. So anyway, I'll, I'll be here for you. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. That's so anyway, so the guy, so he made a tasteless joke, and I just responded, "Yeah, you're you're hilarious. Good job. Congratulations." And I said, "Here's that attention you ordered. You know, you sick fuck." And <laughs> he said, "Thank you." And then he like keeps continuing. He's like, "You forgot my fries." And it's like, okay, that's it. And so I unintentionally, just because it felt like the right thing to say, I'm going to tell you exactly what I said, but I accidentally created a copy pasta. And everybody's been, it's actually been blowing up on the internet. It's freaking everywhere now. So that's my internet yeah. claim to fame. Um, but it says, let me pull let me pull it out. It says, I'm going to find you. I'm going to figure out your residence, your work, and everything you thought you can keep hidden behind the pathetic wall of online shame and self-loathing. I said this is a total joke. By the way, I don't mean a dang thing that I said in this. <laughs> it says, I said, like, like I said, I'm going to find out where you live, your residence, and everything you thought you could keep behind, hidden behind your pathetic wall of online shame and self-loathing. I will not stop, even if it takes years, and I will relish every moment of your suffering good day. And he, and a bunch of and a bunch of trolls attacked me and started trying to dox me, but I'm good because I intentionally make my Twitter account so that it doesn't mention my name, it doesn't mention anything about me. So you cannot physically find out who I am through my Twitter account. That's right. So they're no one, trying. No one, no one will ever find Cletus Van Dam. Just so yeah, is it, <laughs> his, his name is Cletus Van Dam. So you know, good, 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 good luck finding no. that. <laughs> no, um, so he um. So I post that, and all these all these trolls are like trying to say, "Oh, it's like like a uh, like a uh, special needs Liam Neeson." <laughs> and it's like, okay, okay, okay. And then some guy messaged me, and his name is Jackson, and he messaged me with quoting that copy pasta and said, "Which is hey, got your copy pasta, by the this way." This is uh, this is my, one of my friends. He's okay. a good guy. How's it going? Um, uh, he he said, "Hey, are you actually gonna dox this guy?" And I said, I mean, I kind of want to, but I don't want to waste my effort doing it. And he goes, oh, I'll help you out. And so I said, oh, okay, okay. And I thought he was like kind of making a joke about it. And then he comes back. He gives me the link to his, his, he, well, what he did is his logic is he found his fiance on Twitter and through his fiance, he found one of his exes and one of his exes has a Facebook profile. And he found found out that one of we he found his ex from an anniversary tweet like happy anniversary I'm so glad I finally met you obviously he's an ex now but the tweet's still up there and so he tagged her in it and so we found her pro Facebook profile and decided hey we should find out we should correlate the dates and see if he made it and see if she made an anniversary post on Facebook and tagged him in it yeah and that's how we found his pro his Facebook profile. Nice. And so we were like, okay. And it said a bunch of like vague stuff, but what, and it didn't have much information, but what it did have was a LinkedIn site. 
And so we found his LinkedIn. And on that LinkedIn, it showed where he went to school. It shows who his current employers are and who his at, who his old employers were. So we know literally everything about this guy now. And we're like, okay, well, let's see if we can find the location of where he worked. Because this guy, he made a tasteless joke. He deserves this. All right? I don't do this to random people. He totally deserves this. And so we found out his current – we found out that he works in a town in Alabama. And so we literally contacted his employer. And we said, hey, this is what this guy has been posting. And we took, like, he made, like, terrible, he's made, like, Nazi jokes. He's made, like, abortion jokes. Just awful, awful tweets. And so we compiled, like, a list of, like, 100 terrible tweets. And we sent them all to his employer. Well, I did. Wow. And we have been notified that he got fired. And he had, he was, it was an, it wasn't, like, an entry level. It was an engineering job. He went to school for six years to get his degree. And wow. he, that and he's been blacklisted too. So even if he tries to get an engineering job anywhere else, he won't be able to. Now he'll be giving you your order and fries as well. Exactly. How ironic. How turn, absolutely turn the ironic. table. Turn the table. Uh, may, maybe Wags will hire him. No, he wouldn't do that. He no, he, he hi- wouldn't do that. He, he wouldn't does, be he, he doesn't hire jerks. And no. because of that, we got it so right. And the guy actually tweeted out. You know, this was his, this, my friend Jackson, he tweeted out, you know, all his personal information, obviously with his, like, obviously with his, like, uh, with his uh, address bleeped out, but like all of his information, his occupation. Yeah. All of his, I was just showing you what it was. I don't want you to see that because then you're like, you'll try to send bad things to his, bad things to his address or anything like that. We already did that. Don't worry. The work's been Um, done. Exactly. Work's been done. And uh, he, he messaged he messaged Jackson and he's like, Hey, you know, I was just trolling. Right. And I was like, ah, that's how we know that we're right. And yeah. then he went private immediately. And when I checked, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to show you something glorious. You ready for this? Three, two, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, pressure five. I'm going to click on his profile. Deactivated! This user no longer exists. <laughs> <laughs> Good so work, man. He's just posted all these ter- like like I said, all these like terrible, terrible things. And I'll show you my chat history with him. But I said he said, uh, well, I mean, I was trolling singularly, and I would never try to want to or fix somebody, and I and or dox somebody. And I said, ah, no, Biggie, we already doxed you. And I said, just remember the internet. And he called us retards. So he said, those internet retards are often the smartest people on the site. And you don't want to get on their bad side. And then I posted this because I said, after I post that copy, boss, I will find you. He posted this GIF that said, have fun with that. And that was the final straw for me. I'm like, that's it. I'm doxing. That's it. That's it. That was like the final thing. I said, you know what? We're gonna end this guy's career. And then I and that in that private message, look at that a shrug emoji, a shrug emoji. I clinked to him his that tweet, his own tweet, and I shrugged. And I feel like that is just the perfect ending. And I hope he never finds a job. I hope his fiance breaks up with him because it's his fiance, and she didn't know about this. I hope that happens, and I hope he really thinks about what he did. And you know what? From now on, me and Jackson, we're going to find people like that, and we're going to do the exact same thing to them. That's totally fair. I mean, it's you got a lot of work there because everyone's a keyboard warrior anymore, but uh, that that's one. 
that's keeping, one of least the now keeping the internet clean we're you keeping just, the internet free of trolls we're doing yeah, a service exactly you just don't do that by the way hello ashley jones hello uh thanks for uh watching tonight uh actually unfortunately you're catching us at the uh end of our uh mandatory oh. midweek episode but we'll be back on sun we'll be back on sunday probably in yeah. the uh sometime in the evening uh we need to coordinate our schedules again um uh, by the way i feel comfortable in in teasing this um we just recently had colton ellis on by the way the uh, mm-hmm. blues goaltending prospect um we are working i can tell you basically officially we are working on getting joel hofer on oh, Blue yeah. Notes, the other great Blues goaltending prospect. In fact, the one that probably has more hype behind him, just because of what he did for you know Canada World Juniors a few years ago. So we are working on that. Um, by the way, his status um, he is he has been assigned to Utica, uh, the Utica Comets, mm-hmm. uh, but he is still in quarantine, so he hasn't actually yeah. had a chance to uh, play for them yet because he's coming down from mm-hmm. uh, Canada. So yeah. um, hopefully once he gets settled in in Utica, we can get an update on his progress. And uh, uh, it should be a very fun interview. I'm hoping to have oh, yeah. this. I'm hoping to have it not this coming Sunday, but a week after Sunday, maybe. Uh, but just want to let you know, we, we, we've got that percolating in the uh, old carafe, as they say. Um, mm-hmm. So before we go, uh, Mason, you had one one more message. Uh, yes. So a lot of people here know who I am. I'm Blues Fan Reacts. I make a video after every single Blues game. There's a guy who's a good friend of mine, and his name is Owen Cripps. And he makes a video after every single Penguins game, and he's got a shout-out from Steve Dangle. It's like, Steve Dangle endorsed. I'm not even Steve Dangle endorsed. <laughs> this guy is. He's good, and I really like his content. Uh, three days ago now, uh, his laptop, it, actually his backpack got stolen. And oh, in man. that backpack, he stole, he, his laptop got stolen. His like camera got stolen. His wallets and everything just totally got stolen from him. And so, uh, but he said he made a commitment, uh, to YouTube and he said, he's going to make a video after, after every single game come hell or high water. So we literally used this phone and he recorded a video about after the Penguins game, despite three hours earlier just being robbed. Oh, you know, man. so it just shows the dedication that this guy has. And not only does he use his laptop for YouTube, he also he's a college student too. And so yeah. I decided that I'm gonna make a GoFundMe for him. And I already have it up, and we're at fifty dollars right now. I've already pledged 150 to it. Uh, but uh, hopefully, I'll, we'll link it. I'm sure we'll link it in the description of this video. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll in add the tweets as well. Um, yeah, we will add it here. Uh, I'll go ahead and uh, pop it up here as soon as I get it loaded up here. But but keep talking about it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I, it's just something I want to give back to him. And uh, I made the goal 1500. That should be, you know, about. I believe he said his laptop was something like 1100. So I wanted to make something a little nicer for him sure uh so i'm i'm just i i just please share that guys you know he would really appreciate it. if you can donate one dollar like one dollar like one dollar or even a share is enough you know we just we want to get the word out if there's one guy who deserves this it's him so yeah. you know he's a he's a guy i've gotten to know on twitter he's been a good supporter of my channel and the blue notes in fact he's actually been he's been uh casually watching our episodes awesome. 
that's when awesome. we air them. So this is something that's you know really important to me. It's really important to uh, it's really important to him. And uh, I just hope that uh, you guys at least share. If you can't donate, then share. It's okay. So uh, we yeah we would just really yeah. appreciate that. I believe yeah, we're this- at fifty dollars right now. Yeah, this is the the what the page looks like here. So if you want yes. to check that out at GoFundMe and uh you pin that post on your Twitter, which is at Blues Fan yes. React. So that's a yes. easy way to find it there. So mm-hmm. um all right. Well, that is gonna do it for our mandatory midweek episode. And uh, I want to thank you for listening and watching because without you, there is no me, there is no Wags. Where where are you, Wags? Where is he? Where'd he go? Where, where? Um, and uh, there is no Mason Blues Fan Reacts. I'm finally no pointing in the right reacts. direction here. And, of course, there is no Hockey Podcast Network without you. So thank you for listening and watching. I'm Tom Franklin reminding you to not be a chump. And what should everyone do, Mason? Play it in the whistle! A reminder that you can follow Blue Notes on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Blue Notes Pod. I'm the voice of the blues, Tom Calhoun. Jeremy Boyer, play us out. listening to the hockey podcast network your home for hockey talk covering every team in the nhl new episodes every monday download at the hockey podcast or wherever you get your podcasts from